Reader's Book Corner, a weekly podcast hosted by author and avid reader, Teresa Beasley, that focuses on discussing and supporting indie books and the authors who write them. And here's your host, Teresa Beasley. Hello, reading friends, and welcome to episode five of A Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today we're talking Whiskey and Rebellion by Lillian Hart. But before we get into the book discussion, let's talk about our featured author. Our feature author today is Katie Wismore. Katie Wismore is a diehard pig lover, semi-obsessive gym rat, and longtime sucker for a well-written book. She studied creative writing and sociology at Roanoke College and now works as a freelance editor in Colorado with her cats, Max and Dean. When she's not writing, reading, or wrangling the cats, you can find her on her YouTube channel, Kate's Book Day. So check out a little bit more about Katie by visiting her YouTube channel, Kate's Book Date, or visiting her website at katiewismore.com. K-A-T-I-E-W-I-S-M-E-R.com. So, now, Katie Wismore, let me tell you how I found her. I was looking at YouTube, matter of fact, and I came across one of her videos in my feed, and I decided to look at it. And I, she was talking about her book, The Anti-Virginity Pack which got me interested in it. So I bought the book and read it. And I was like, oh, yes, I like her writing style. So it made me buy her second book, which is kind of like the sequel, but a standalone sequel of the Anti-Virginity Pack called the um, the Anti-Relationship Year. So, but we'll be featuring Katie a little bit later on on the um, podcast. So we'll talk more about that later. So let's get into our book discussion. Our book, as I said before, is Whiskey Rebellion by Lillian Hart. So let me read you the back cover. Addison Holmes is a diamond in the rough, though she's feeling more like a big lump of coal. Teaching history in Whiskey Bayou, Georgia, isn't exactly the most exciting job. Until she finds her principal dead in the parking lot of a seedy gentleman's club. When Addison finds herself out of a job, she turns to her best friend Kate, who owns the McLean Detective Agency. Addison is a natural at the job. Living in a small town has given her all the skills she needs to spy on other people and pass silent judgment. Sometimes being nosy has its advantages. So let's get into this 14-chapter book. It's uh, 14 chapters with um, an epilogue, but today is only part one, so we're only going to be talking about the halfway point of the book, which is around chapter seven. So we have some colorful characters in this book. Our main character, Addison Holmes, um, her friend Katie, and then, of course, the principal that she finds dead, and um, Nick the cop. He's like the detective. And some other characters that we'll talk about a little bit later. So as the back of the book says, Addison is a teacher by day, but she tries to be a stripper at night. So she goes to to be a stripper, um, and her debut dance is you know she does the dance and as she's leaving after a conversation with the owner of the club who tells her she's not cut out for this and she kind of agrees she's leaving and that's when she trips over the body of the principal well at the time when she tripped over the body she didn't know at that point it was her principal until a little bit later but she she finds out that her principal has died in the parking lot when she walked outside, she didn't see anybody. So she don't know how he died or what happened. She just knows that she tripped over this body. And it was it's the principal of the school that she teaches at, which is number one, is not good. 
So at, as um, the cops get there, Detective Nick Dempsey questions her, but then he has the officer take her home and tells her that he'll need her to come down to the station to make a full report. And Addison's like, okay, whatever, whatever. She's dealing with a lot. You know, she's she's trying to um, get the money to pay for the rest of the down payment for a house that she's trying to buy, which is the whole point of her being at the strip club at that point in time, trying to dance to make money along with her teaching salary to get the rest of the deposit for this house that she's trying to buy. So she's dealing with that. She's dealing with the ex-fiance who ends up dating one of her one of the people that works at her school, the economics teacher, Veronica Wade, who's another character. Um, she she ends up, you know, they're dating and Veronica does everything she can in her power to throw it up in Addison's face that they're dating. Now, we we get to the point where she Addison runs into Nick again. But before that, she's she's worried about this apartment that she's living in that's falling apart, which is hence the reason why she's trying to get get the house. She also can't let something like the murder of Mr. Butler, the principal, go. She's wondering, okay, who killed Mr. Butler? But now she's out of a job now. She doesn't have the second job because she the owner told her that she's just not cut out for stripping. So she turns to her best friend, Kate. Kate McLean is, of course, her best friend that owns this detective agency. It's like a private investigator agency. And so she turns to her to get a job. Katie's like, well, I don't think you should have even given him a, any type of down payment until you knew you had all of it. But seeing that you have, I think you might have jinxed yourself. But that's okay because maybe I can help you and kind of offer you a position at my job, at my place of business. And you can do a little bit of PI work for me. You know, I give you a couple of names. You can follow them. You know, take a couple pictures and then we'll just see how it goes. So she was like, I'll take you on a ride along with me and then you can see how it works. And Kate and Addison's like, okay, great. So they go on this ride along and Addison's like, oh, I am geared for this. I can rock this job. I'm good at watching people. I'm good at judging people and, and getting all the scoop. I don't mind taking the pictures. I can do that. Even though she's really not, you know, tech savvy with a, a camera. She's like, okay, I can do this. This is, this is going to work. So they go on this ride along. And then after that, Katie gives her these names of people that she wants her to watch and take pictures and see what they're up to for the clients. So the client, the first client she gives her is John Hyatt. John Hyatt is the gentleman that she's trying to buy the house from. His fiance Fanny thinks that he's cheating on her. So she hires Katie's agency to find out what John is up to. So Addison's like, whoa, wait a minute. The first name you give me is John Hyatt. This is who I'm buying the house from. And she's like, yeah, his, his fiance really thinks he's cheating. So we need to get you know, kind of find, kind of stalking, kind of watching, see what's going on, see if he's doing anything he's not supposed to be doing. So she's like, great. Okay. Got it. So before she goes to leave, Nick, the detective who happens to know Katie and his friends with Katie comes in. And of course the first interaction with each other is not that great. And then they have the second interaction, which is not that great. Addison's like, okay, whatever. She goes to leave and she goes on her first job of trying to find what John Hyatt is up to. You know, school's letting out. She's like, okay, I can fully go into this PI work. I think I'm going to like it. And then she runs into Veronica. Veronica, the girlfriend of her ex-fiance. 
who tells her, oh yeah, we know that you're trying to buy this house, so we're buying it. Now, Addison doesn't believe her. Addison just thinks that she's just pulling, you know, a little trick on her because, of course, they're nemesis. They don't like each other. But Addison confronts John Hyatt and realizes that it is true. He's like, well, they got the money. They have all the down payment. You don't. This is just business. This is just how it goes. And Addison is furious. She goes on her, um, she goes to go on her stakeout and she finds a photo taped to her car. So someone knows that she was at the club, the Foxy Lady Strip Club, at the time that the principal was killed. We don't know who put this on her car. She doesn't know who put this on her car, but she's like, oh man, somebody knows that I was there that day. So she's like, okay, I can't worry about it right now. I need to go and follow John Hyatt and see what's going on for Fanny to, you know. So she notices that across the street, there is a gentleman, Mr. Mooney, Victor Mooney, who is the neighbor and he can like see everything from like his balcony. She goes to talk to him to see if he knows anything. She asks him a couple of questions. She enlists him to help her watch Mr. Hyatt. That helps her go to the next case, which is Dr. Crumb, who Dr. Crumb, whew, yeah, secrets, yes. In the process of watching Dr. Crumb, Nick shows up out of blue at the right time. They have a little interaction. You don't think anything's, you, you think there's a little bit of spark there, but you but you're not sure. I'm not sure if there was like a little spark there or not because they didn't really care for their interaction at the beginning just was not great. So you're wondering if, is there going to be a spark? Is there not going to be a spark? But we'll continue on. Now, Addison decides to attend the principal's funeral where his brother is giving a speech and it's like he's pointing the finger at Addison. Addison's like, whoa, wait a minute. It's like he feels that she's responsible for his death because to let him tell it, she, his brother was like all into her. Addison didn't know that, but apparently the principal was, Mr. Brother was all into Addison. So this is why his brother is thinking it's her fault that his brother is gone. So she's like, okay, going to leave this funeral. So after all that encounter and she like gets away from the brother and everything, she goes to see John Hyatt. And when she gets there, there's this other lady there named Loretta Swanson, who is his estate manager. So she's wondering, oh, wait a minute, Fanny's not here, but the estate manager is here. And she's, you know, she checks out the estate manager and she's like, oh, she's, he takes pretty good care of her to be just a estate manager. That's kind of weird. But she proceeds on and says, you know, she'll try John a little bit later because she still wants to know why he sold the house to Veronica and Greg when he knew he had already taken her money for the deposit for the house. And this is all in between her trying to investigate what happened to Mr. Butler. So Addison goes on to her next job, which is Miss Wilder, who um, she is stalking out for pictures. She's trying to get some pictures because that's what the client requires. So she's trying to get those pictures and she kind of has a little accident in the process of trying to get those cameras. I mean, get those pictures. She has a little accident. She gets injured. So it comes time for her to turn in all her information into Katie. She takes everything to Katie um, along with the camera because she used one of Katie's cameras for the stakeouts. So she takes all her information in 
and her and Katie and um her, Katie, and Nick are at Addison's apartment and they're all talking and everything. And so Katie leaves and it leaves Nick and Addison there. And Katie had asked her about the officer gala. So the officer gala is apparently this gala that the officers, the police officers have. And since her dad was a cop, she always goes just to represent him, you know, at this gala. And you, you know, you get all dressed up and everything. You know, it's a gala, you know. And so she tells Katie that she already has a date, which she knows she doesn't have a date. Nick knows that she doesn't have a date. And then this is when Nick takes it upon his stuff to tell her that he's into her and he kisses her. Whoa. And I'm like, okay, I did not see that coming, but it happened. So at the end of this part one discussion, my question is, does Addison have any real suspects? For Mr. Butler's murder. And I know she wants to find out what happened. Because she's curious. And she she needs to know. Especially since his brother thinks that she did it. So it's like she needs to find out. Who killed Mr. Butler. Also. Does this mean Addison and Nick might get together? Is there some sparks flying? I mean he did kiss her. So what's going to happen with all that situation? And then is she really going to be up for this private investigator stuff? Will she take it seriously? You know, is she really going to put all her effort into doing it? I mean, because she says that she can fully get into this and that she's good at it and she knows she can handle it. So we'll see if she continues on with it. And then the last question is, what's up with the house? Why would Veronica want to buy this house? And I know it's because only because Addison, she knew, she found out. That Addison was buying it. And how did she even find out that Addison was buying the house? Is Veron is she going to get the house back from them? I mean, did they fully, fully buy it? Or are they just in the midst of buying it? Or is she going to be able to get the house from them? Because it's kind of a crappy thing to do when you already know somebody's already put, you know, a down payment. And then I fought John Hyatt for that, too, because he's the one selling the house. And why would he even tell Veronica and Greg that Addison had even paid some of the deposit for the house? That's not cool. So it's like, what is the dynamics between John Hyatt and Veronica? Because Veronica can be a little manipulative. She was in the book. So we'll see how that goes. We'll find out what happens with that. So let me know if you've read Whiskey Rebellion by Lillian Hard. Visit the blog, arbookcorner.wordpress.com backslash podcast. Go to the episode and leave a comment and let me know whether you've read the book and what your thoughts of so far at the point where we are, the first half of the book. Let me know what, you, what your thoughts are. I mean, do you think she's going to be able to solve this? Hopefully she will. Or is she going to get revenge back on Veronica and Greg for what they did with the house? Um, and is her and Nick fully going to go? Let me know what your thoughts are. So tune in next week for episode six, which is part two of Whiskey Rebellion by Lillian Hart. We'll have a new Arthur Spotlight. And I'll be telling you which book will be featured for the following weeks. And feel free to follow A Reader's Book Corner at a Readers BC on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And please feel free to visit Lillian Hart's website at lillianhart.com. And that's L-I-L-I-A-N-A-H-A-R-T.com. She's also on the social, so you can follow her on Instagram 
and Facebook at Lillian Hart or on Twitter at Lillian underscore Hart. So until next time, we'll be discussing part two of Whiskey Rebellion. You guys, happy reading. Bye.